And we welcome you into episode Ocho. Alongside Bernie Neighbors, I'm Jeff McCarriger. Welcome back to another episode of Borderline. Um, sounds like we've got a lot to talk about. <laughs> but before we, do, before we do that, before we get into all that stuff, um, I got to say, this past weekend was so much fun, Bernie. I mean, I, I truly, you know, a lot of, lot of, I appreciate all the shout outs on social media. Um, the ones I saw were good, but we'll talk about that in a minute. But uh, a lot of good feedback, you know, from, from people who we yeah. know and, and, um, very constructive. Uh, it, was, it was, you know, it was, it was exhausting. There was no doubt about it. You know, it was four hours on Friday night and then what, six hours on Saturday, but as exhausting as it was, uh, man, to be a part of that, I mean, really it was special. It was, it was really a lot of fun. It was exciting. Yeah. Um, like we talked about, you know, a lot of a lot of uh, similarities, like to the NFL draft. Are there some things we can improve? Sure, yeah. Absolutely. But first time, first time ever, um, that was really fun to be a part of. Oh man, it was awesome, wasn't it? I mean, like, and yeah. then you know, I think part of you know, if I only had like one or two, like like I was getting glazed over in the second day, you know, like into that third, fourth, fifth hour, oh. I just I was having a hard time kind of keeping my train, you know, because everything's happening a little faster at that point. And it's just, you know, you're trying to stay focused, but you're, you know, you're, you're going on, you know, what was that hour eight, nine in a row, <laughs> a, but you know, hour like in, in, you know, inside of essentially a 16 hour window. And so it was, uh, it was tough. I, I had a brand new appreciation for what those guys do like at the NFL draft or, you know, I was thinking like, I don't know if you've ever watched the majors for golf on TV. And how um, the, what do you mean? How, watch what do you mean? The majors like the U.S. Like, Open, British Open. Oh, you mean uh, watch the actual events? Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, those announcers are going, you know, ten hours. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. day. You know, I mean, it is yeah. it is different. In the fact they have something different to talk about every five seconds, right? Like they don't have right. to stay kind of zoned in one lane, but. Yeah. And, and with all a due brand, respect, a brand new respect for those guys. Yeah. Yeah. And with all due respect, uh, they've got a lot of people working behind the scenes feeding yeah. them. They have an ton. army, an yeah. army of people feeding them information. They don't have to essentially yeah. memorize it all. And like, you know, I was going to tell Trey, like for those that want to know, I'll, I'm also going to be on around the ACL tonight at eight o'clock. You know, we can't be omnipresent and omnipotent. You know, and so it, it is tough. But, you know, should we learn a little more? I know I should. I think, you know, you're not part of the core staff, obviously. I mean, you kind of we you you help us out. You come in. I mean, you're as 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 important as I am for sure. But, you know, as far as being part of the core staff and should have an understanding of all 256, you know, you don't really need to do that. But <laughs> but uh, all right. <laughs> but, but but I do, apparently. Yeah. And so well, all right. All right. I, I, I do need Let's... to do better. All right, so let's let's get into this a little bit. So, well, yeah. So, so let me just wrap up real quick that thought. So, in football, like when I'm doing football, like on a major, like if it's for ESPN or if it's you know for CBS Sports Network, and you're doing a football game, um, I normally have a minimum of two people that are right there on either side. You normally have someone that's feeding you stats, yeah. and then you can also, and then you also have a spotter. Because, you yeah. know, you've seen my charts that I put together that yeah. basically is a cheat sheet of all the players. Right. And so anytime there's a tackle, you know, they'll point to the person to help you identify who, who you know, made the tackle or if there's a fumble recovery. So there's always eyes, you know, there's always yes. eyes to kind of to kind of help you out. But um, um, but yeah, when you're when you're down when you're down at the lower levels and you're doing Sunbelt football, something like that. I mean, it's it's all you. There's not much help. And yeah, it's, I mean, so doing this this weekend, uh, <laughs> not much, uh, not much help, obviously, but. Um, it was fun. Right, so, right, so, so, what, what it kind so, of fun? So, I mean, it was, but even 
all that considered, wasn't it kind of crazy and, and fun it in was. a way? Like, like once, you, once we were done, I was like, man, I can't believe we just did that. Yeah, it was exhilarating. <laughs> it really, it really was. All right, so we've got. Hey, Adam, can you hear us? Give us thumbs thumbs up if you can hear us. Okay, I think you can hear us. Yeah. All right, Adam, hang out real quick because I want Bernie. Before we bring you in, I want Bernie to quickly just talk about why we're getting roasted <laughs> on social media. So what happened? It's I know what I did this weekend. Uh, it's hang all on, knowledge. I mean, basically, we're getting blasted for our lack of knowledge of the players that exist beyond say the top 20, top 30. And, you know, we're, some people are upset about that. Some people are upset, you know, and I look, I, I say things without thinking them through first sometimes. So I think I'm being seen as the, the big bad wolf, so to speak, kind of said some things kind of tongue in cheek, but we're taking like kind of the heart. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I mean, you I, know, we, we, have, I, we I don't, have... I don't want to say specifically because that's, that's not right either. So, Okay. Well, I mean, I, yeah, I, I will fully admit that. I mean, I'm still a relative newcomer to the sport. Um, you know, I know who I know from the broadcast and I stated that throughout the show yeah. multiple times. I mean, yeah, it was, is there a broadcaster bias? Yeah. I mean, do I know guys like Adam Hissner and Frank Modlin and Samantha Finley and Allison Peters? Yeah. Cause I see them all the time. Yeah. You know, I, I have not seen all 256 players. So there's, there's, there's no way I could have known them all, but how many captains do we have come on with us? And they're like, we yeah. don't even know these people. Well, so, you know, it's not, it's not like, it's not like behind the scene. Uh, like, again, going back to my analogy of, of ESPN, you know, when I do a football game, I, I get, I get, well, I don't have one on me, but I literally get a packet of information yeah. with every single player on the football team. And, and a lot of times, a lot of, you know, history as well, whether it's baseball, football, basketball, we don't have that at well, our disposal. So. But we did have that one packet, right? And we had all the PPRs and we had the PPR ranking. Like we had all that, but yeah. that became useless one hour in. Yeah. Because, because it, it became readily apparent that the captains weren't using that information. They weren't right. going by your statistical prowess at all. And they came over and sat one by one with us on the couch and said as much. So, yes, we had that information and we used it as a resource. At the same time, if they're not using it and they don't care about it, it's kind of yeah. hard to bring it up. And I brought well, it up, and, I think, a couple of times, but yeah. All right, let's let's look at Adam's team, all right? Let's 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 <laughs> look at uh let's look at Lowen Reams, okay? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. All right, so all right, so what good would ha would it have done for me to pull up a packet of information and say, "Okay, Lowen Reams is PPR" is 8.25 so far this season. Mm -hmm. So, so what? <laughs> right. I mean, who cares, right? I mean, I mean I'm mean, i sure Adam did not, and we'll find out, maybe I'm wrong. We'll ask Adam, if Adam chose Lowen Reams because Lowen's PPR was 7.2 or 9.3, I'm right. sure he didn't, but maybe I'm wrong. So we'll find I out. I think that, well, uh, I think what they did, I think the one pattern that we saw, and I think Brett Guy was the first and most notable that I saw doing it, was they were picking teams. And if they weren't yeah. really picking teams, they were picking people. I know this person can play with that person. Yeah. Right. And then if that wasn't one, one, you know, if that was one A, one B was, can they fit on this team and can we have a good time? And that's sure. what every captain told us. And that's why we use the word comfortability all weekend, because that's what they were telling us. I mean, that's literally what they were telling us on and off the, uh, you know, off the record. So, right. I understand some people were upset with us and we didn't get as deep into some certain things as we should have. And my knowledge needs to get better and it will. And I promise you by the first national, my knowledge will be infinitely better. 
The only problem with that is once I have that knowledge, I will become remarkably critical. So, you know, it's, so be it's, careful what you wish for, became, you know, because there's going to be a reason, you know, why someone might be ranked 130 instead of 30. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, and this, this will have to get pointed out. And once I have that ammunition fully at my disposal, that's kind of my job. My, you know, when I was told that I'm going to be doing certain things from a content perspective, you know, one of the things I was told is, you know, you don't have to be nice and we would prefer you not to be. <laughs> oh, that makes it fun. I mean, we've been looking you know, for, we've been looking for rivals. We've been looking for, uh, for villains, right? So now yeah. you're the villain. I guess so. <laughs> I, I, I guess so. And I, I you know, would say it's funny because if you know me, I'm actually a pretty sweet guy, but there are times when I say things and I should probably kind of think about it for a split second and not, you know, because I think I'm being funny. And then, you know, when you watch it or you hear it over, it's like, wow, that really wasn't funny. That that kind of came off wrong. But oh my God, we, we seriously, we could talk about this for probably three hours. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want to keep Adam waiting. On a yeah. positive note, your pants were sweet, man. Awesome. You, and I ripped, I, I ripped were... the shit out of them, too. Oh, I've, got, I've gotten so fat. Uh, so funny. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, we've been keeping Adam long enough. All right. So welcome to the show, the pride of New Philadelphia, Ohio. Uh, I love talking about that on the broadcast. He was a two-time winner on the shootout tour this year, one on the single side and the double side. And, of course, the 2021 Pro Shootout champion down in Jacksonville, Florida. And with that awesome intro, God, I hope this works. Here's Adam. Yes. Yes. We've got him. <laughs> What's, What's up, up You look comfortable. Yeah. Sitting on the couch, chilling. Yeah. Where's that camera? Is that, like, at your feet? No. <laughs> well, he's holding it with his toes. I'm just kind of holding it. He's, he's very talented. He's holding it with his feet. Yeah. All right. Uh, hey, all right. Real quick off the top here. And again, I don't want to believe at this, this point, but apparently, yeah. So uh, when, when you, you heard Bernie and I talking about this and, and our and apparently that our lack of uh, um depth of knowledge for the 256 players came into a little bit of question, I guess you can say. All right. So like, just for example, a player like Lowen Reams, how much did you know Lowen? And am I saying that right? Uh, you got me. <laughs> yeah, okay. So there's our point, right? Yeah. I had help doing mine because I actually was shipping the list back and forth to uh, Baldwin. And he said the same thing. Your guess is good as mine, Adam, because we don't know a lot of this new talent or say Midwest, you know, right. like I, I know a lot of players over there. I go over there, you know, here and there to play. And I found out, you know, I find out who the good players are, but if you don't see them on a regular basis or vice versa to defend you, Bernie on the broadcast or, you know what I'm saying? And same thing with you, Jeff. If you don't see them all the time and see what they're doing, you're not going to remember a lot of that stuff. No. And, and, you know, like I was saying to Jeff, and you probably heard, like we did have a small packet and it had certain statistics. I wish we could have had points, you know, uh, round, you know, points per round differential. I think that statistic mixed with PPR kind of gives a complete, a, a little bit more complete look at a player. But you know we did have that. <laughs> but when, when, but when, yeah, my PPR, right? I would have went by the sixth round. Right, right. I mean, you're, you're different players. I mean, if you play a more muddled up game, if you're going to use the type of shots you use, you're not going for twelves, right? You're trying to get points. You're not trying to get four bags in the hole necessarily. Correct. And you know, I, I, 
I get that. You know, I, I get all that. And my knowledge is a little bit deeper than I'm getting a little bit of credit for. But uh, I, I find it, <laughs> it is hard, especially with some of the newer players, especially if they're not from certain regions, because like I said before, we're not everywhere and there's not large volumes of film to study. Mm-hmm. I thought um, uh, Josh Holland was being used by <laughs> Jimmy McGuffin just said, I don't know anybody here, Josh, you do it from here on out. And they were actually going on Facebook and trying to find video of people, just trying to find it because it is still a regional game somewhat. And if you're from the West coast or you're, you know, certain areas where people might not be familiar with, it's, it's going to be hard if you haven't traveled a lot to know what that player does other than base statistics. But when you find out the captains aren't even using those statistics, what are they worth at that point? So it, it, it was, it made it, 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 it made it interesting, but that's why it was so fun in a way. Cause it's like, man, we're flying by the seat of our pants and let's see how we do it. You know, it was, it was, it was crazy. I mean, I, I, I understand your point a hundred percent. I mean, it was just like me as a captain. I mean, I had Dave Morris helping me more than anything because he knows he's a younger generation and yeah. he knows a lot more players than I do. And I mean, I would say 80% of my team, yeah, I'm aware of the people, but personally, I don't know how they play. I don't know how well they, I, I didn't look at the PPR sheet. I didn't do any of that. I right. was just going back and forth to him saying, and I was attempting the team thing until yeah. people started killing my other partner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it screwed up that part of what I, what I was trying to start to do. I did get one match um, uh, that are partners, but I was trying to pair them up as we went, but then the other people started going. And then that's when it just went to hey Morris, uh, who's better out of these four, you know, yeah. who's a better out yeah. of these two or, you know, so we did kind of go back and forth. Uh, but he, he, he was a lot more knowledgeable than I was as far as a lot of the teammates that are on my team. Yeah, but, you know, I, I was telling Jeff before you came on, I will be a lot better come the first national this year. I will, I will actually be probably more prepared than anyone with all of this. So it's going to be but dangerous. Yeah, I've heard you're comment, commentating <laughs> about me sometimes too, and they're they're gonna they're not they're not gonna want to know that you're gonna you all the information you get. It's gonna come out, and it's gonna be like, well, why didn't you do better? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and, and then then what are they gonna do? They're gonna get a little butt hurt again. Yeah. I mean, because like, just like yeah, they they better watch what they wish for. <laughs> Hey, Adam, on a positive note here, um, I, I, I don't know. I just want to get your general thoughts of everything because honestly, uh, yeah, I mean, the the uh, depth of knowledge and, you know, the uh, scouting that, that we may have in the future, obviously I get that it's all going to help. But for the first time ever, I thought it was really a great event and I, and I was so happy and proud to be a part of it. And, and I, I'm not sure how much you could actually see because you were online. But the way that Trey had this set up, you know, with the couch, you know, on the stage, I thought that looked good. The podium with Stacy, the two big boards so we could have Trey's best available. I mean, a lot of the elements were there. There are four different cameras. How much of a feel could you get for that? I mean, I, I, a hu- huge, huge, well, by had, the way. Even though it was a 45-second delay, I oh, had yeah. playing, looking at top picks, looking at behind. You know, uh, I mean, I could, I could see all that, like when Josh Keck, had to go pee. I watched him run by Mike. <laughs> running by Mike, so it was kind of funny. But yeah, I, mean, I, I looked back and forth on that too. 
but e- even with those lists, I mean, they were somewhat up to date, but a lot of us weren't even picking people off that list or people Absolutely. were even at the time. So, I mean, there was a lot of different variants as far as what we were looking at, but I mean, it was, it would have been better. I think if I was there, but yeah. the phone call, it worked just as well too. I it mean, was cool. So, all right, so let's talk about your team a little bit while we've got you. Yeah. Because you kind of you kind of threw the whole thing into a tizzy. Yeah, you did. When you when you took James Baldwin, <laughs> I mean that really that really like like was 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 a ripple and everything right away. Well, I knew Matt was going to go first. I mean, Alex Hicks would have went first if he was possible. That's for sure. <laughs> um, but I knew Matt, and then I looked. I, I actually was looking at Josh Holland. And a couple other people was going to be my first pick. But then I come to find out, I was looking at the captains and I'm like, oh, Renner's the next pick. <laughs> I, knew, I knew that's why you did it. No, so, and I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I may have done it on purpose, but I, <laughs> I've played Baldwin several times. And I mean, it, we, we're, he's a great player. So why yeah. wouldn't I pick? Yeah, for sure. And kind of, you know, chop it up a little bit. Yeah, split up him and they just won. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably on my team. <laughs> no, that was hilarious. That that really threw everything it just just into chaos, like right away, which which is so funny to see everybody kind of scrambling. But that also made it, you know, like like the NFL draft, right? I mean, there's all kinds of surprises, and, and sometimes there are names that drop, and that's that's something that we talked about during the broadcast. Is that I don't know if you've ever been a part of some sort of draft like this, but it was really kind of fun to watch all of you guys work behind the scenes, take it seriously, and really grind it away in your own little war rooms to kind of select, you know, and, and try and do as much much research as you could to, to get your players. I mean, that was that had to be exciting behind the scenes for you guys as well. It was. I wish we had a couple of speed rounds, though. I, I kept trying to get Keck to ask for it just, just to get a couple, just to see what would happen if that, that timer went down a little bit lower and you had to pick a lot quicker yeah. just yeah. to see what would unfold then. All right, so what teams, What teams? Uh, obviously, we, uh, I mean, the top of your team looks strong, Adam. I mean, you've got James Baldwin, like we were just talking about, Mike Harvey, Jordan Langworthy, David Morris, Cameron Holland. Um what, what is there a team out there where where you had your eye on and you're like, oh shit, wow, yeah, he or she or they're they're killing it. Um, not per se. I mean, it's it's all it's yeah. all pretty. I think all around, it's just gonna it's gonna be different. Brett's team, I think, with the teams that he's got going on, I think that's actually really smart because I mean, if you look at me and Cody. Everybody always keeps asking, you know, when you guys going to – I think we're the oldest team out there. Yeah. And when you start getting comfortable with somebody, it the game, it's a lot easier to play, to be honest with you. Um, and so it actually – I think it's going to benefit him on that side with his teams. I mean, I've got a couple on mine, but I was trying to snatch Kachia for Scott. That didn't work out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I think I even said that. I was like, wow, you get Scott Lane of two years ago, or actually more to the point, a focused Scott Lane. That is a steal that late. But and that with a lot of players, too. If you talk about two or three years ago, Derek yeah. King, mm-hmm. I mean, if all these guys, you know, come out and, and give their two year games back now, I mean, it, it could be it could be trouble. Yeah. Matt Sorrells. 
there's a few. I mean, there's look, that's it's who knew Brett Guy would be the the genius to just go just go just straight partnerships and not worry about you know where they what round they should be in. I'm just gonna find who it's gonna get partner, 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 partner. I I thought it was genius, actually. Who knew? Yeah, I think he was the starter of all the other captains looking yep. at that and being, hmm, yeah, that makes more sense now. <laughs> yeah. So to go back to your sheets, the PPR didn't mean anything once it no. started going that way. And then that's no. what everybody started to try to do, unless you were Damon and just went all Kentucky. So. <laughs> yeah. <But. laughs> Damon just said the hell with it. <laughs> Yeah, he's just picking people. That but it, I mean, yeah. it makes it, it makes it a lot easier for him because he's comfortable and he knows how all those people play. Because a lot of times they're at the tournaments that he's at. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's not that I I don't think his team's bad at all. It's just the comfort thing I think for him. Well, absolutely, and that was the point I was kind of making a few times during that broadcast that it was about comfortability, right? Yeah. Like you, like they would rather like every captain to a person that we had that was there that came over and sat on the couch said that word at some point that you know you get past a certain level, the depth I mean the talent level is kind of equal. You get past I would say the top 30, 40, 50 players, the talent's pretty much equal. When you get past that, right? Kind of, right? Give or take. And so if it's if everything's equal, I would rather have the person I feel more comfortable with. Oh, 100 percent. Right. And so I think that came into it a lot. But uh, Adam, why, why does why does that matter so much? I asked this a couple of times during the uh, during the broadcast coverage. I think it was maybe Stephen Burns that I talked to about it a little bit. Maybe Cheyenne. Why? Why does that matter? Why does it matter that you and Cody have been playing together for so long and that you're comfortable versus stats? It's just it, it, it makes the, the game not so what do I want to say? not hard, but it's just easier to play because if you watch us, we really don't ask each other what to do unless it's absolutely a, like a, a, dis, a, a shot that, that needs, you know, maybe him to look at a little bit different Yeah, because we both know what we can do. Mm-hmm. So we just kind of just let it go. And that's how we've been successful is we just kind of sit back and like, okay, Adam, you do your thing. Cody, you do your thing. And, and it, it, I'm telling you, it, it helps a lot. I don't, I was pretty shocked at how many different partners split up this new season. It was just kind of odd for me. Cause I mean, especially people were just playing just for a year. Yeah. You can't really tell how well somebody is going to be within a year. Yeah. They might have, you know, a couple good games or a lot of bad games, but to actually feel comfortable throwing with somebody, you got to give them some time. Absolutely. I mean, you look at you guys, you've got uh, what now, Greg Geary and Jimmy McGuffin now for a couple seasons, you know, and they're starting, I mean, and Jimmy was all broken up and he didn't take Greg and then Greg was gone. <laughs> it's just like, cause he had, he had a chance to take him. Whoops. <laughs> what, what would have happened? Like how, like what would have happened? You and Cody somehow hadn't made that top 16, but one of you did. You would have had to have taken him first round, regardless of where they stood. It right? just it just made sense. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. would just make sense. Hey Adam, on, on a uh as we wrap up the draft here, on, on a big picture of this, does 
uh, I mean, your feelings about about the draft now and about and really about the team play. Um, does it seem more real now? I mean, not that it didn't before and, and not that no one was excited about it before because I know people were, but now that we've gone through the draft and now that we have the teams, don't you think that it's put a little bit more sense of urgency and importance and everyone kind of looking forward to a little bit more? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, everybody, I think once it was done, everybody was excited. And I mean, we're, we're just waiting to see what it's going to bring when we actually <laughs> have to right. do it. So, I mean, I know it's a team thing, but I even, I think I asked Josh before, I was like, how is this going to all play out? Because supposedly, I guess we're only playing seven teams of the eight on on our teams. I'm I'm not sure. I think it's just per, per, yeah, per national, but I think all your players have to play at some point. Okay. I'm not sure exactly how that works. You know what I mean? It's like, right. yes, you only have seven going that weekend, but at some point you're going to have to have some contribution from every team member. Right. Yeah, they they did that so that you wouldn't have a split. They they wanted the odd number, so that's why they did fourteen. So that's why there's only seven matches instead of eight. Makes which sense. makes sense. Yeah. Yep. All right. Let's switch gears and uh, and kind of talk about your background a little bit. And and you know I love talking about these stories and and uh, that that's why I was so excited to start this broadcast because you you and I or this podcast rather because you and I have had a lot of personal conversations behind the scenes. And uh, I love Adam. I mean, I love telling your guys stories and that that's, and you and I've talked about this behind the scenes as well you know, what's going to make this sport better. What's going to make it more enjoyable. What's going to make it more exciting. Uh, rival rivalries obviously will help. Um, emotions will help. You and I talked about that before that you wish that, that the players would get back to talking some more and, and not even necessarily trash talking, just more strategy, more emotion, more cheering. But another, another thing that's going to really help build the sport is just learning about you guys, and um, and and on this podcast allows us to dive into this a little bit more. Because if you don't mind, I, I want to go back to a lot of us know the story now of you in um, Memphis, uh, right after right after Jimmy had passed away in that uh, motorcycle accident. That was that was. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think that was a Tuesday, and then you still decide to play, go to Memphis, and you win that weekend. And, and and you were always joking, you know, because you were you were you were finishing in second place, and you go and you win that weekend. I mean, how difficult was it for you to play and to even decide to play? Um, just kind of talk me through that week and and your range of emotions. And hold on, before you get started, Adam, I'm sorry, Jeff. I'm, I want you to answer that question, but I have to say, no one would have beaten you that weekend. That was some of the best singles cornhole I've ever seen. I mean, it was truly dominant, and that that goes to kind of Jeff's Jeff's question. I mean, it was truly special to watch happen. Yeah, I definitely had a driving force. That's for sure. Um, like I said, J- Jimmy was, I mean, one of my best friends. I mean, it 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 still pisses me off to the day because right now I'm trying to get a garage built, and we used to go down to his twice a week. And I mean, even if he wasn't there, we all had keys to the garage, and hey, just go in and just start throwing. I'll be there when I get there. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it was a little rough. I, I almost wasn't going to go because I wasn't sure if they were going to have, you know, the calling hours or anything the weekend, but come to find out that, um, he was having no service. Uh, he was just going to be cremated. And I knew, I mean, he was on me constantly saying, you got to go to everything. You're going to win a big one. I know you are. I know you are. He just, I mean, he was feeding into it. The guy, I mean, was, I, I don't know. 
I mean, I love the game. I love playing it and I love to win, but I think he loved to see me win more than I did <laughs> personally because yeah. uh, he bought a big screen for the garage. He bought cameras, um, boards. He bought everything. Yeah, he enjoyed the play, but he bought it for me. <laughs> he wanted me to get better to, to win a big one. So, I mean, it, it really it really hit me pretty hard there right after it happened. And then to go down there, uh, I don't know. I was definitely focused. I've that I would say I'd agree with you, Bernie. That was probably the best I've played in the 11 years that I've been playing that, that tournament, especially I was just unconscious. I, I think it's really special because I mean, you talked about the power of his spirit being with you. For those who don't know, by the way, um, Adam's friend, um, Jimmy Dybul passed away in a motorcycle accident on the Tuesday before this event that we're talking about. So for those who maybe don't know, um, but talk about that feeling. Cause I think that's really powerful, Adam. I mean, what, what did you feel and how did you feel him when you were playing? It just, I don't know if I didn't have a lot of emotion. It was just like complete focus. Like I knew, like I knew he was watching the whole time. So I knew I had to do well, I guess, or I was going to get yelled at, at some, somehow, some way he was going <laughs> to yell. Um, so yeah, it was, I was pretty quiet that weekend. Yeah. I got emotional, got excited, but, um, it was just, I don't know. It was complete focus. I, I, I want that every time, but I don't need anybody to die for that to happen though. I just need to find <laughs> a different right. way to, to get that. But yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that definitely was, I'm telling you, it was a driving force. Did it almost free you up in a way? And I know this sounds weird. It's a bizarre question, but you know, I've got all this going on in my personal life that makes this weekend look so small. Did that kind of free you up in a way? Like there's almost like, yeah, I, you know, I'm here. I want to win, but it pales in comparison to what I'm feeling outside of here. So whatever. Right. And then that kind of frees you up to just let it go. kind of. Yeah, it was almost uh, like a huge exhale. If 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 that would kind of uh, describe it, like I just, you know, it was away from home and away from all that stuff that I just dealt with. Right. But it was, you know, it was still there with me. But yeah, it was, it was a, it was a rough weekend. It was even rough after I got back just cause, and it was still was surreal how well I played and that I actually, like I did it. <laughs> it was, it was pretty crazy. And then we fast forward. Um, well, then you, well, then you win doubles with Cody. Um, and, and then, and then let's fast forward to Jacksonville. Um, because another powerful moment for you, you obviously win the shootout. But then afterwards, you told me an incredible story. If you can just recount that, Adam. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I know it's going to sound crazy, but when you talk about it, it'll make sense about the butterfly and just his spirit being with you. I mean, that this is incredible. Yeah, before uh, the Jacksonville tournament, um, I do landscaping on the side, too. So I have one of my side jobs, which is, a, is a, it's another hard thing. Granted, it's, it's finished for the season now because – it literally was 10 minutes from his house and I would do the side job and then I would drive down the back way, stop at his house, throw for an hour and then, you know, take off. So I was there and, the, and there's a bunch of things going on with the house and everything, but I had uh, the phone number for his daughter. 
and they were kind of looking over the house and there were some cameras and stuff up there. So when I finished my side job, uh, the place where I actually do it at, they let me get in the refrigerator before I leave. And, well, I opened it up and I usually take a Gatorade and I just seen a beer and I was like, you know what? I said, I'm going to take that over there and I'm going to pull into Jimmy's driveway and just sit there and just kind of take a couple sips and just talk to him. Well, of course, I had to let the daughter know because there's cameras all over the place. Who's this guy pulling in? <laughs> she knows my truck, but I mean, who's this guy just sitting in the driveway right there? Well, I pull in and there's a telephone pole there to the right, but I crack the beer and take a couple sips. And this, I'm telling you, it was, it was crazy. And I mean, everybody's got their own way of thinking about butterflies and this and that, but one landed right on the wiper and I was just sitting there talking and I was like, I said, that's Jimmy. I'm, that's just crazy. Take a couple more sips. And I mean, it, it flew over to the telephone pool and just sat there until I finished that. And I had like just a little bit left and I dumped it out, out the window. I said, this is for you, Jimmy. And then the butterfly just flew away. It was, I'm telling you, it was, it was crazy. crazy. <laughs> a little choked up right now about it. <laughs> yeah. That is awesome. You know, I, yeah. Jeff, do you are you aware that Adam and I go back way before the ACL? Oh, we're no, OGs more than the players. Yeah, we, you know there was an ATL. You know when Stacy first got started, we we did something back in 2010, American Tailgating League, and it was about all the different tailgating games, blah blah blah. And we had what was called a Mega Gate in Las Vegas, and Adam was our first champion back in 2010, way yeah. back in the day. So. I've known Adam for a long time, actually. So now I'm joining Adam as one of the most polarizing figures in the ACL. It might, it might, maybe it was Bernie. Ber Bernie's the one, you know, kind of got me going, got me started. Bernie's my start. Hey, we had uh, we had Matt Guy on last week, and we talked about the uh, I don't even know what you want to call it. Um, you know, where you guys were kind of giving it back and forth to each other at that tournament over the, uh, over the nope. And then he pulled it on you with his last made shots and, and, uh, you know, tempers were a little bit high, but then you guys ended up on the plane together and you guys made nicey nice. And I joked, <laughs> I joked with Matt that that's not what we wanted. We don't, we don't want nicey nice. We need some, <laughs> need some bad guys. And some batteries, but, but seriously, I mean, you, you and I talked about this. I mean, the sport really could use, use some of that behind the scenes, right? Well, I mean, they, they, if you look at it, like you said, it, every sport has it, basketball, NFL, there's yeah. players that don't like other players. I mean, but you still got to, you know, obviously and eventually play against them. But um, for TV, you just got to be careful. Right. Um, but we're not making the, the $100 million where, you know, you say you the wrong it. thing, get a $10,000 <laughs> fine. You know, it's nothing for those guys. You know, to, yeah. Head to head helmet or something like that, you know, they get a fine. I, I can't do the ten thousand dollar fine. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, it, do you, it does. It does. I, I personally think it makes good TV. I mean, if you if you watch me and Cody, um, we've toned it down a lot just because we got to be careful. Um, we still have the the fire and and but it does. It's like when I play Damon. Me and Damon always have a great game. It's always fun. Um, and I mean, it does. Everybody enjoys that too. I think personally. Yep. And you know, like we, we were talking about with Matt, I mean, I think everyone kind of pulls against Matt if they're, if they're, if there's a crowd watching because of his, 
success. And I think obviously your success, you know, is, is pretty immense as well. But people kind of like pulling against you because you're going to wear how you're feeling on your sleeve. And I, I personally don't have a problem with that. Right. I mean, I, I think I think it's good. I mean, like, look, it's I as a fan of other sports, like when I see a personality more than just someone going through the motions. Right. Like, oh, just show me that you care, even if I don't agree with how you care. Just show me you care. Does that make yeah, sense? there's there's got to be whether it's I wouldn't say excitement, but there, there's got to be some kind of passion that that you can show that, you know, other viewers are watching. It can actually be like, you know, he he really enjoys this game like he's really into it. He enjoys winning. He's just having a good time instead of, like you said, just going through the motions. Hey Adam, what goes? I always like talking to uh, athletes. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the sport, but when you're when you're competing at the highest level in your sport, like you do in yours, what is going through your mind when you're playing? Like, like I, I'm such an amateur. I mean, I feel like sometimes when I'm playing cornhole, I just can't get out of my own mind. Like all of a sudden, I'm like, wow, 27 feet. Holy shit, that's all. Man, the board looks small. <laughs> Damn the whole. What, like what the hell? Like I, I just can't get out of my own mind. Like what, what is going through your mind when you're playing and you're competing at a high level? Uh, I just try to just act like I'm back home, just throw them with the boys. I mean, the, the more relaxed you're going to be. And, and what I feel is the harder you think about the game, the worse you're going to play. You, you really just have to just, just have fun. If you're not having fun, then you're just going to be all over the place. But I mean, to me, like, if you're saying, like, you're talking about an amateur, you're really thinking about every shot you're throwing yeah. Thinking about the distance, thinking about, oh, am I going to airmail or am I going to have to airmail? I mean, just just do it. Just relax and just do it. So you you envision, easy for you to say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so you envision playing like in the backyard or you play or you envision playing yeah, in the garage. Like, I mean, I know all the great players and I, I play against them and I know my game has to be, you know, up to par, especially when I'm doing them. But if I think about that, that's just going to get under your skin like. Ah, oh, damn! I can't make this mistake. I can't make that mistake. The more you think about it, the more mistakes you're gonna make. So you might as well just relax and just have fun. Even, even like, even when you—I mean, you—you've had some—you've had to make some really big shots. I mean, down in Jacksonville, national TV with with real money on the line. So even even then, even something like that, you're you're just trying to keep your mind calm. Like like even that moment, what are you thinking? I had to because. I was behind the whole time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You were. <laughs> I, there's no way. If I would have gotten my own head, I would have lost way before that. That's right. I was losing way before that. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, if if I wouldn't even remotely thought that I had a chance, I would have been done. I mean, the score wouldn't even been close at all. I mean, because I was. I was trailing that whole time. I mean, it was crazy. But. I mean, it, it ended up and, you know, I didn't, I didn't buckle at the end. Yeah. Hey, quick question, Adam. We, every time I get a player on, I kind of ask them the same thing. Are there players that you do like playing against or don't like playing against? And are you willing to say their names? I ain't afraid to say names, but it, it's, it's myself, whether I'm playing doubles or singles, it's me. I hate, it's me, just like I went back to Jeff. It's all about your comfort. It's it's up here. It has nothing yeah. to do with who you're playing because when 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 you're up at this level, and especially with a lot of these new pros coming up, 
um, you got to play you. You can't worry about who you're playing because if you worry about that, I mean, yeah, I don't want to play Alex and get beat by a 12 year old. I no, he, he can, he can stay on the other bracket every national that we go to. I mean, I might do something, <laughs> shift a couple dollars here and there to keep him over there, but I don't want to play him. I mean, but in the end, it, it's, it's me. I know what I can do. I know what I have to do. And, I just hope that that day that I'm on has nothing to do with the other player. That's why I, a lot of these new, new, new people that come up to me and they talk to me about, you know, Hey, can you show me a couple things and this and that? And they're like, man, I just really don't like playing against that guy. And I'm like, well, why? Well, he's really good. And I'm like, well, if he throws a block, is he throwing your next bag or is it you? Yeah. And he's like, well, it's me. Well then why are you worried about who you're playing against? You know what you can do. Whatever that guy does, you just do a little bit better. <laughs> it, it really comes down to you. It's funny because every time that we've had one of the top pros on now, there's only been a few. It's the same exact answer. I love that. You know, I mean, granted, it's the politically correct answer oh, for a professional athlete. <laughs> no, no, no. They all, everyone says the exact same thing that they don't really care. It's all about what's between their ears. Yeah. Hey, Adam, I I'm, I'm, guess I'm kind of confused now. Uh, speaking of being caught in my own mind, like, I'm not even sure what's good anymore. Like wh when you say, I don't want to play against him because, and not you, but when someone comes up and says, you know, I, I really don't, I really don't want to get matched up against this guy or this girl because he or she's really good. What is really good now? I'm so confused. I mean, there are people throwing so many different bags. Some people want to throw them all in the hole. Some people want to block all the time. What, what's good. Like I, I feel like, and, and this, this is probably not going to be a popular opinion, but just from being on my side and being a fan of the sport, and, and as far as it being made for TV, it is great when you guys hit 30 straight. You know how exciting that is? I know you guys think that's kind of boring. People go apeshit across America when you guys hit 30, 35, you know, 40 in a row. They are freaking going bananas, just like they did in Nashville for the USA Cornhole thing. You know, the, the block game, you know. That's a purist game. Yeah, the I mean, it's, game it's, is a game. it's it's like a, it's like a two to one baseball game in a pitcher's duel. Most of America <laughs> is going to hate that. I love that because I'm a baseball purist. But but what is good now in cornhole? I mean, what what is what is good and what's good for the game? Um, I mean, if you want my opinion, I don't think the strokers game is is fun for me. And that's probably why if you look at my PPR, it it's I mean, because, <laughs> yeah, I can stroke it. I don't like to. It gets. I can throw thirty in a row if I wanted to. But by, by the way, we're gonna cat. We're we're capturing that audio and we're keeping it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just boring to me. But as as far as good goes, it when you come up to the board anymore, like I'm going over to conference here this weekend, I, I'm not gonna like try to lay down for anybody because, like you said, everybody's throwing different bags. Um, some of these bags do some things that I, I mean, I do some, a lot of stuff. I manipulate the bag, but some of these people throw the bag and it just goes in and it, it shouldn't cause it's <laughs> not supposed to go that way. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you can't lay down with anybody anymore nowadays. I mean, it's, it's, it's a battle. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So, so to answer, sorry, Bernie. So to answer no. the question, what is good? So you think, you think good cornhole now is someone that's going to have five or six different shots. Someone who can block, someone who can roll, someone who can curve. Oh, 100%. Okay. 100%. Granted, if you don't miss, obviously you're going to win. 
But if you've got somebody dirtying it up, I mean, Matt's a great player. He can airmail like crazy. But, I mean, Alex was throwing some stuff up in front of him, and he was missing a few airmails. And that's yeah. how Alex was getting three points. Now, you find Matt, like, seems like every time I play him, the son of a bitch don't miss his airmails. <laughs> that's not supposed to happen. He's supposed to miss them. But, I mean, that's just that's just how it goes. <laughs> But I think to your point, Jeff, I think the average person at home who can't throw four bags in the hole, right? The average person at home is excited if they make one or two when they when they when they throw, right? So when they see people just, you know, four bagger after four bagger after four bagger, they get really excited. Yeah. And they don't understand necessarily unless Trey's telling them or you you're telling them like, you know, that in front of the hole is on purpose. Yeah. That's done for a reason. And that that's actually a harder shot to keep it oh, to keep I it six inches it. in front of the hole than it yeah. is to actually make it. You ask anybody, the block shot is the hardest shot. Yeah, airmail yeah. percentages, but I mean that's something that you can. I wouldn't say for my airmail, it's pretty much my normal shot, just a little bit higher. Yeah. There's not much of a difference, but that block shot, you've got to take so much off. And to get it to sit right, because again, with all these new bags, some of this stuff just whips around them. And it just, yeah. it's like, I set a good block. What are you doing that for? You're not supposed to do that. Or the <laughs> roll shot. And your bag's so heavy. I mean, you have so much spin on it. It's got to be yeah. hard to kind of maintain, like put it right in the middle. I take there the is so much spin. off of it to try to set it. And it's, I mean, it, it hurts me and it helps me. Um, I probably get in trouble more, but a lot of times I can clean it up most of the time. <laughs> yeah. Hey, as we wrap things up, anything you've been working on? Like, like anything new? I mean, we talk about all of these different shots now and manipulating the bag. Anything that you've been working on that's new for this next year? My body. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I actually just got a Y membership. I used to do it um, <laughs> back in my twenties, but my I'm getting fat, so it has yeah. nothing to do with that water I drink in the red cup. But um, <laughs> yeah, as far as the game. No, I haven't changed nothing, but I've been trying to work out. And, you know, maybe another month or two, I got something for Ryan Smith. I uh -oh. mean, start off on oh, TV. Really? <laughs> Interesting. It, it, is, it, is, it, is, it is fun to see this sport evolve because, yes, nutrition all of a sudden now is starting to become a thing in cornhole. Scouting is starting to become a thing now in cornhole. There are guys who are watching video. I mean, it's, it's fun to watch this, you know, slowly progress just like the rest of the sports. Oh, I'm, I'm telling you, it's, it's crazy when I go, especially when I go out west. Um, I was just out there uh, last week or a week ago, and a uh, father's son come up to me, and he wanted me to sign his bag. And, you know, I don't know, you know, these people, but they know me. And they're like, hey, we've watched all your videos on YouTube. And it's just crazy how yeah. far it's, you know, come that these people are actually sitting there at home watching on YouTube all these cornhole videos. Um, it's It's pretty crazy. <laughs> and it's going to get crazier. That's that's what that's what I find kind of you know funny about so. it. it. Yeah, it yeah it's coming. <laughs> it, yeah, you know, it's just it's it's an in, it's an incremental thing. Yeah, my old ass can't do landscaping all my life. <laughs> 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 all right, so last question for you, and it's the most important one. You know, for all the people who are watching you, you infamously carry the red bullet or the bullet. I think it's I think it's normally red. 
and and we've been wanting to have a segment. What's in the bullet? All right, so you've got <laughs> to come clean. What what do you drink while you're playing? You know that's a secret. I can't tell you that. <laughs> come on. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll give. I'll give you a little hint. If you can't tell by my interviews, what's in that cup? <laughs> it's not Kool Aid. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> it's not G two. This, this coke's gone bad. liquor or beer Uh, alcohol it's alcohol (laughs) smart ass I'm not giving you the full flow not doing right, brother hey we gotta run but uh, thank you so much for your time and and thanks for coming on it was always a pleasure to to talk to you and and thanks for sharing your story and can't wait to see you again see ya all right, be good, Adam. All right, Adam Hissner. Always good talking to him. I love talking to that guy. Yeah, man. One of the great characters in our game. Honestly. All right, we got uh, 45 seconds left. You going to be okay this week? You going to be okay? Do we need to do I, do we need to have some counseling here before uh I, I'm actually good. I kind of enjoy it. Well, I think I think I think you did a great uh, job, and, it, and I couldn't. Have, I, I can tell you this for sure. There's no way I could have done it without you. I mean, it really took a team. Effort I felt bad for you, Trey actually, and Stacy. Because if you'd have had Trey there, you'd have had someone with like real knowledge to play off of. And so we yeah, were but Mike. Stuck. I mean, Mike. Mike did a really good job. Yeah, it would have been nice to have Trey in a little bit more. But I mean, there's I, again, you know, our hands are tied. We can only do so much. But uh, yeah. no, Stacy and Trey and and Josh. I mean, Josh awesome. yeah, pro- probably should have thanked Josh a little bit more. All the yeah. all the stuff he did behind the scenes, coordinating all the online. Absolutely. Uh, um, you know, captains. But all right, man, we got to go. Uh, congratulations! I thought it was a great weekend, and uh, uh, we'll talk to you next week. All right, brother. All right, bye everybody. Thanks for watching.